Welcome back to episode nine of the fucking ridiculous podcast. I am really scattered today. I, I can't tell a lie. I cannot, I, I can't even keep like one thought in my head right now. So I apologize in advance if you're having a hard time following me because I am. I, I'm like over myself right now. So we're about to go into the busiest month of the year. And September is crazy. It's Crazy for going back to school, for sports, for work, for, you know, like swapping out clothing and nobody wants to buy anything right now because everything's so like pricey. So anyway, good luck to you in advance because buckle up. It's going to be a ride. So if you're listening or watching and you haven't yet subscribed, please, please do. Um, If you are enjoying it enough that you might like share with a friend who might think it's funny too, please do that as well and follow on all the socials um, the FR pod. So that would be great. And if you like left me a review or five stars, apparently that's a thing. So that would be awesome too. Before we jump in, I want to give a shout out to Dominique. If you're listening, Thank you, thank you so much for being so cool and so quick to get my hair washed and dried and like kind of in some way to leave the place in the 20 minutes that we had. So while it sucked for both of us, I know you're a master. I so appreciate it. You're awesome. Now, the episode. We are going to talk about cars. And this is actually not a topic that I know much about um, at all. I like have only had like three cars, maybe four cars in my life. But anyway, nothing flashy. I just need it to get me from point A to point B. So I have had some really like weird stuff going on with cars lately. And um, I I just think it's it's worth mentioning because it's kind of ridiculous. I did put out on social last week that there was an unfortunate incident where um, chicken, raw chicken was left in my car All the windows are sealed for 48 hours in 100-degree weather. And allow me to say that the smell of my – I can't even – just remembering it. I'm I'm literally PTSD from it. From walking out of my house, not even opening my car, and then opening my car, it was like – if you've ever seen E.T. when they're, like, trying to, like, get him, they've got, like, the whole – everything's in a bubble. It should have been that. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was hazmat material for definitely. So I throw that sucker in the trash and I'm like trying to fumigate my car as best I can. I don't know what to do. And so I wind up like Googling a bunch of stuff. And so I have baking soda in the way, way back because that's where the offense actually occurred. And then I have like three or four cans of Lysol and I'm just spraying the shit out of my car like everywhere possible. I'm spraying like while the AC's running, I'm like spraying for for breeze in there. I'm like, do I recycle the air? Do I not recycle the air? I don't know what I'm doing. Do I leave the sunroof? I, I don't I don't know what's gonna make it worse. The long and the short is we literally have to go back to mask wearing and only ride with our windows down, like everywhere we go for the next three days because I can't figure out what to do. Normal people would be like, why don't you just take it to the car wash place? Well, the dashboard said A123. I needed service. So I was like, well, I'm just waiting to take it to the service place and then I'll get it all done. But I wanted like them to do their work first before I had like it, you know, cleaned. I wanted to troubleshoot. That seemed like it was making sense to me. So A123 is like a bunch of stuff that needs to happen, but... It is like a filter change. And so when I took that sucker in there, I was like, 
apparently we need filters changed. I don't know how many filters there are, but we need to change every single filter to be brand spanking new because this this is a disaster. And I actually didn't even want to tell them what happened. So I was kind of keeping the disaster part to myself because I didn't want them to not service the car because it smelled so bad. So anyway, they did service the car. I got all my filters changed. The smell is a wee, it's better. It's better. It's not, it's not 100% and the weather isn't cooperating right now. I really, I, I can't, I can't vacuum out my car um as I am right now but um some somebody's going to at if it ever stops raining so that was weird well then the same day that I drop off my car I'm getting in my friend's car and we're driving up to DC to go see Lady Gaga and she's like got kind of like a newish car it's probably like maybe a year or two old so and it's it's nice one of those big SUVs so we travel on up there everything's cool and then we park in like the hotel um you know parking deck or whatever and it's super freaking hot right so we go to the show we have the best time blah 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 we go to the car the next morning now we didn't move it we didn't leave anything in there because we took all of our stuff right we open the doors and no shit like 500 flies fly out of like all of the the windows and the doors and we're all like taking cover we're like oh my god what the hell and it's like something died but no smell is there so now we're like is there like a fly nest is there a hive i don't know what they how they burrow or whatever but like there's clearly something's living in that car to allow these flies to continue to live so now we've got to actually like get out of that parking deck with the flies, like, shooting out everywhere. And so I'm in the front seat. I'm taking the brunt of it. I've got, like, my, my mask on. I've got my sunglasses on. I'm just, like, trying to not get, you know, infected. So for, like, I would say the half the ride, which is, like, an hour, every few miles, we'd have to, like, pop down the window somewhere and get these flies because they're still popping up from anywhere. So my friend takes the car to get detailed the next day and bug-bombed, which I didn't know you could do that with a car. You can. And she texted us a picture of the one survivor fly on the dashboard. We still have no idea where they came from or why, but allegedly it's been fixed. So I'm kind of nervous about driving right now, any 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 car, being in anything, um, because that's strike one and strike two. So clearly the car karma people are not digging me right now. So just fingers crossed nothing else happens because we're going out of town this weekend and my son is already driving a car that literally um, one of the doors that he, he, he went to open it and he was pissed off and he pulled it so hard he pulled the handle off so it won't open anymore. <laughs> he did not think it was funny, but I sure do. So if I make a whole episode devoted to cars, maybe I'll go back up in the car world in the car god world and they will just let me be just let me be for a little bit because like we know it's gonna be fine but flies and that smell were re i mean it was it was really testing everything that that i had in me so while all this weird car stuff is happening it got me thinking because like i'm so add like my mind just goes everywhere and i was like god i mean why people get those like super loud cars like but it's like it looks like what they've done to the outside of the car is like really expensive or and and this may not I might not know what I'm talking about but so then I thought well I wonder what's better 
Like, would people rather have, like, a super-duper nice car, like, shell, if you will, so maybe, like, one of the Formula 1 cars, and, like, no bells and whistles inside. Like, it's just bare bones. Bare bones, it's like the dollar store inside. Or would you rather have, you know, more of a basic car, but you've got every, like, bell, whistle, switch, service, anything. Like, it might even serve you drinks in that car. Which are you going to choose? I'm totally taking the inside over the outside. I don't care about the outside of my car. I don't care about my car at all. In fact, I just need for it to go and not smell. So I don't know. Let me know if you have a thought on that because I just don't care about enough about cars to really know what people think, like, want. My husband would answer, I want a nice car and I want it nice on the inside and the outside and I'm not playing this game. So that's how he would do it. Another thing that I was thinking about is I have said earlier in a previous episode, I am directionally challenged. I really, really, really cannot figure out my space in this world. And it has gotten worse as I've gotten older. And I am the person that will walk the same city two blocks looking for the same place looking at the app, and then I'll switch apps and go to, like, a different app. And I'll be like, well, for sure, this one will tell me where to go. So needless to say, the in the the resurgence of these speakeasies is really going to be hard for me. Like, I, I'm never going to find any of them because I can't even get myself out of my neighborhood sometimes. So I was thinking, like, while we're working on these, like, automated driving cars and stuff— And then, like, I think some car makers are trying to go to, like, a subscription service where, like, if you want your navigation system, you've got to pay extra for it. If you want, like, to be able to switch from automatic to stick, you pay for that, too. So I'm thinking, I don't want any of that bullshit to pay for. But what I would pay for is a particular driving mode that when you bought the car, you're like, I would like the navigationally challenged mode. I would like to sign on for that. And I would like forever as long as I have this car. And what that would entail is this car's basically, you're just going to punch in where you're going and you're just let it go. You're not going to have to make any decisions on that. If you're going to have to make like a weird turn or something, it is going to like start sounding the alarm. It's going to be like, okay, hey, hey, we're coming up on it. We're coming up on it. We're going to take a right. We're going to take a right. Don't worry about east or west or north or south. We're going to take a right at the Chevron. Do not turn yet. Do not do not turn yet. Nope, nope. Count to 10 backwards. Now make your turn. That's what I need. I don't need make your turn in 250 feet. I don't understand what that is. And so I'm so paranoid of like missing the turn that I always turn too soon. So it would help if someone was like, no, 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 no. Nope, nope, not yet. So if they could tell, like, by me pushing the brake, I think that mode would be awesome for someone like me. Another mode that would be really great and could eliminate all the, you know, other apps that people have to track their kids while they're driving, I don't have that because I just don't care, is distracted driver mode, which, I mean, who isn't in distracted driver mode because of these phones? And I have seen now where, like, they have the TVs in there. So now you can, like, watch Netflix while you're driving down the road, which I did not know that, but you can. So distracted driver mode is like, okay, 
you're definitely going to miss shit. You're not going to see things. This thing is going to go like basically treat you like you're in a in a like a bed of pillows. Your car is so protected. You're parking way far away from any place. You're actually in the very right lane and you're going like 40. No one's coming near you because you're a wild card. We don't know what you're going to do. So I think that's a great mode for like new drivers, senior drivers, just in general, hungover drivers. You know, I think that'd be really useful. The third one, aggressive driver. Aggressive driver mode needs to be created because there are some pass holes that are already in that mode all the time. That's that's their mode all the time. For the rest of us that are like, oh, yeah, I'll put on my blinker. I'm going to get, oh, no, I'm not. Or, oh, I'm going to get over. Nope, I'm not because that guy is now just going around me or a girl. Could be. So, like, when you're in New York City, when you're in Atlanta traffic, when you're out in L.A., you need aggressive driving mode. You get the chirps. They'll tell you to give you the finger to someone. That mode is going to get you where you need to be safely, possibly you might have gotten into a fight. I doubt it, but but I can't, I, it won't protect you from that, but it'll get you where you need to go. So can they work on that maybe while they are jacking up the prices of the Ford F-150? Thanks, Ford, you fucker. As we are approaching back to school, back to work, summer's ending time, we are about to go into like the busiest month of the year and it's September. It's not May, it's not December, it's September. And we all know it. So there are three things that have either come back or like are attempting to come back. And I would just like to go on record as saying like, let's let's just retire these particular trends and never see them again until the next century because then I won't have to see them or look at them. The first one is mullets. I don't understand. I mean, I do in a comedy setting, I don't understand it from like a getting girls standpoint. I don't understand it from like it's hot as balls outside. Why do you want that much hair back there or up here? It wasn't a good look in the 70s and 80s. And we didn't have social. Like you didn't have to see it everywhere. You just looked at the yearbook picture and you were like, oh. And then they have the little mustache. You know they're just trying to pretend they're 18 so they can buy beer because that was how it was way back then. I, I wasn't a part of that, but I heard it. So then the mullets for girls. Like my hairdresser, was. she's like, oh, my God, I think this is so badass. This is so great. And I was like, I would rather look at a girl with a mohawk. I would rather look at a girl with like shaves. I just I can't get behind it. I'm sorry. If you have one, I bet you're rocking it. I just I I just can't do it. Um, the second thing, can we please get rid of the mom jeans? Like, I, I, you girls can't like them. You can't like them. It's like more fabric and it like squeezes you in the wrong places. And it's just not flattering on so many people. Now, while your generation is totally rocking them with like cute shoes and cute tops and stuff, like they are fugly. And if you don't know what that means, it's fucking ugly. So please can we retire those because those those never look good unless you're like six seven the last thing is skinny eyebrows i read something that these might be coming back like 
to, you know, go back to like Gwen Stefani back in the 90s and like super skinny eyebrows. Well, as someone who had really big like caterpillary eyebrows, I definitely wanted to reduce mine. So in college, I plucked my eyebrows as much as I could. Now, I looked like I was high in every single picture the last two years of college. And when I was looking at them with my mom, I was like, that is so weird. Why does my face look so like high? My mom says, and I go, kind of, yeah. And she goes, it's because you have no eyebrows. So I had plucked away almost all of them. So what happens, though, is those suckers don't really come back. So if you are going to get on board with this trend, you need to know that you're going to either be tattooing, using that pencil, or somehow getting chia pets on your on your eyebrows because they're not going to come back. Now, hair in other places that you don't want will, but your eyebrows won't. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> 